0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chandelay, aka Chandelay the Esthetician, and you're back. It's Skin is in podcast. I'm excited for another great episode. Today is no different. I have the renowned educator, influencer, um, business owner, like she's just doing all the things. Welcome to the show. Nakia, how are you?
1: I'm doing so good, Chandelay. Thank you for that amazing introduction.
0: How are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm doing great. And I'm, guys, I am literally losing my mind having her on the show right now because she is such a wealth of knowledge. You guys are in for a treat. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Yes, yeah, it's absolutely my pleasure. I'm so glad to be here.
0: Nikia, can you tell us a little bit about the name of your business and how you got started in the industry?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I've actually been working on my my introduction. So, <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> so, my name is Nikia Simone. I am a licensed esthetician, educator, um, and business coach for beauty professionals. I have been licensed since twenty fifteen, um, and I started out in dermatology, and over time transitioned into being a solo entrepreneur. Um, I really, in my studio, I really focus on helping women prioritize their self-care. I truly believe that through self-care um, is how we show up as our most full and most confident selves. And as service providers, we get to play a hand in helping uh, the greater collective of the world and helping people to show up in their, their best capacity. Um, so I used to work for a company um, that was a beauty care brand, and I started as a part-time associate and I grew up, uh, grew up through that company, working there for over 10 years mm-hmm. and ended up being an educator and a general manager for that brand and fell in love with the beauty care industry. I also had an opportunity to be an educator. I was in salons training uh, stylists and estheticians and massage therapists on products and features and benefits and how to use things according to the company uh, specifications and protocols. And um for a while, that company was home for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't actually any growth uh, opportunities past that point. So I decided I was going to go get the bag. So okay. I left that company. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm taking my talents to, you know, South That's feet. right. And I went to a um, big, big box store. So um, uh, interior design and furniture, furnishing store. And mm-hmm. I hated it. I, you know, I landed the salary that I wanted. I had 25 direct reports who were reporting to me. I had complete autonomy and I hated it because it was I wasn't selling something that I was passionate about. The culture in the community, in the in the business um, or the culture in the company wasn't what I was what I was used to and what I came from. Um, And so I had to do some deep diving to figure out what it is that really makes you happy. And of course, in that self-discovery, I'm like, well, the only job that you ever really loved was the one that you came from. And um, unfortunately I let my ego and, you know, yeah. the the check get in the way of me uh, continuing to pursue a work with them. But what it did introduce me to was the beauty care industry. It introduced me to skincare. I actually, started my skincare journey with this company. I've always dealt with wow. acne and hyperpigmentation and there was nobody who looked like me uh mm. one in the treatment room or in the in the experience center but also in the treatment room. So I'm going to all these, you know, four and five star spas and salons and i'm educating people and there's nobody who looks like me who can tell me how to help and fix my skin and so that was really the catalyst i would say um that was like you know you thought about being an esthetician now you have a little bit more time you got a little bit more money so you can figure it out Um, and so (laughs) as a general manager, I went to night school and wow. after nine to 10 months of night school, I graduated with my facial specialty. Um, I transferred those credits to another school so I would uh, be able to get the electrolysis and laser program. Um continued there while still being a general manager for a $7 million store. Okay, girl, let's hustle. <laughs> okay. You know, I, you know, to be young and without kids. <laughs> 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 was really determined to not just be like the average esthetician. Like I've, any place that I've gone, especially coming from being in corporate and being in leadership, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be top tier. I didn't, I didn't want to just start out and kind of grow, learn and learn. I was going to learn on the, on the, sorry, I was going to learn on the job, but I wanted to make sure I was fully equipped before yes. I put my foot out there, especially mm-hmm. knowing that I was going to take my nice salary and trade it in for an hourly wage and commission, I needed to be on top of my shit. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, you can say shit,
0: girl. We be saying shit all the time here. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that makes sense. So, wow. So, guys, I hope y'all caught a lot of that because that is so much greatness in such a small amount of time. You said you were talking about your introduction. For those who are working on how you explain what you do, how you do, why you do, that is a perfect masterclass in giving it because that was a great synopsis. That introduction was on point, girl. I feel like I know a lot about you, but we haven't even begun to really get into a deep dive of what all you have been able to accomplish and just hearing how you started do you feel like looking at your journey now and going through your journey that putting the w- the way that you did it, putting your priorities in place and really having a strong foundation was essential
1: to you being able to grow correctly? Oh, 1000%. 1, 1000%. 1, um, at the time, um, I've always been very like meticulous, especially coming from a corporate background. Uh-huh. It's all about, you know... Uh, Attaining the knowledge, being able to show that you have expertise yes. and then being able to move and then be able to um, move into the, the, the position or the opportunity that you want. And so knowing, you know, going through aesthetic school, everyone can pretty much say that, you know, pretty much aesthetic school is a shit show. Most of the yes. places <laughs> um, like you know, I knew from the jump that I was going to have to be the um the champion, the leader, and mm-hmm. my education and to determine how my career path would go. Um, because I didn't, I tried waxing. That wasn't my thing. I tried lashing for like 0. 0.5 seconds. Um, I really got into corrective skincare, the med spa. I also interned um, at a med spa until so she had a spot for me for free. Wow. So, can Never you seen. Mm-hmm.
0: I was just going to ask because you mentioned that you did that work for free. What was going through your mind when you were doing that? Because a lot of times that's what people are missing is that grind
1: factor. So what really pushed you to do that? It came down to like, either I'm going to pay money to get the experience and the know-how Or I'm going to have to pay in time. And so I remember distinctly going to UPS and seeing this med spa that was an esthetician-owned med spa. I had never seen that before. I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. And Mm -hmm. I walked in. I introduced myself. And I knew that this person with 20 years of experience, I needed to sit at their feet. And so if I can make myself available, I kept in touch with her um, while I was going through school, texting her X, Y, and Z of what was going on, what I I was learning, um, how excited I was. So I would text her like every three weeks or so, just to know that she would always know my name, know that I was interested in an opportunity. Because like I said, I knew I didn't want to go and just be an average esthetician. I wanted to be an excellent esthetician. I wanted to be able to master my craft. And only way that you really get that is to be up under someone um, or pay a whole lot of money for education. But even still, you need that on-the-job training. Um, let's
0: talk about on-the-job training, girl, because... Let's talk about it. <laughs> listen, first of all, I love I love your branding, the dope esthetician, like, wait, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, she already knows who she is in this industry, and I love that. But I want to back up and talk about people graduating school, because right now... A lot of the people listening to this episode and to skin is in podcast in general, there are people who are considering, I was literally asked this question today, Nakia, should Mm -hmm. I work under someone or work for myself? That is the, I don't know why that is the question in school, (laughs) but that is the question. Can you share
1: your wisdom on this, please? Yeah, absolutely. So Listen, right. (laughs) I hear a lot of people who want to jump, you know, off the porch as soon as they get out of school, but you don't know anything, you know, nothing about treating school, uh, treating skin, you know, nothing about uh, purchasing uh, opening orders, you know, nothing you don't know nothing about nothing when you come out nothing of about school. nothing. Let's just be real. And yep. so we have to put our ego to the side and be like, I'm going to be the student. One thing that I've adopted very early on in my career is that learning never ends. So in order, I, you need to have your humble hero, humble warrior moment where it's like somebody knows something more than me. I need yep. an opportunity to learn from them. So my whole thought process with that was like, if I have an opportunity to learn from somebody who has this successful med spa who is an esthetician and she's got 20 years of experience, used to work on Palm beach, like where Donald Trump and Oprah and all them live Mm -hmm. for a plastic surgeon. She has a plethora of knowledge that I can acquire through conversation and through observation. And so for people who are coming straight out of school, the best thing for you to do is get your feet wet to be underneath somebody on somebody's payroll, not having to pay all these bills. Cause let me tell you, we glorify entrepreneurship the freedom, the flexibility, uh, the impact that you're able to have, mm-hmm. but maybe you got to have baby. your queens ready.
0: okay? <laughs> maybe them, them bills come out automatically. I'm like, Oh they my do. God, <laughs> they don't the first of the month come life.
1: around real quick,
0: <laughs> girl, you are so right. You are really speaking truth and facts and it's not to discourage anyone because I'm going to tell you anybody who wants it bad enough, you can go out there and get it, but To me, it does not make sense to negate all of these shortcuts, all of these beneficial people that are in your community, your network. It doesn't make sense to to go any other route than absorbing that knowledge. Like she said, even through conversation, I have learned so many things just by being
1: in the room. Talk about it
0: just by being in the room and you know, if you're not in the room, you can't learn. So you have to put yourself out there in those positions. So let's talk about your business and really that there, because it is such a beautiful success of just black girl magic. And I love to see it.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you said something there. And I, I've been, uh, this is one of the things I've put on my wall lately is that there's power and proximity, So being in the room, being a part of the conversation, being able to hear from someone who's been there, done that, has the experience, then helps to 10 times, 10x, wherever you are. Because now you don't have to necessarily go through the lesson or have 20 years of experience, but you have the ear of someone who has 20 years of experience or you're Uh getting advice from somebody. Like So many opportunities seem to open up. I have clients from that same med spa that I started with that have followed me to this day and so now we're talking eight years later the information that i learned under this woman's tutelage changed everything in my business i got a chance to meet dr zainabaji wow opportunities like that are just amazing and she Working underneath, and I'm going to go back to your question, but working underneath somebody allowed me to find out how to treat skin, how to successfully do it, how to understand ingredients, how to really partner with brands and understand how to navigate and to really reap the benefits um, as an entrepreneur, what things I needed to do when someone came in to inspect my spa. Um, Like, I learned so much. And so all of those things, even though I was scared when I – first opened my space. I did it part-time while I, at that time I was at a dermatologist's office. Um, It all plays full force into what you see today. So the Uh way I treat skin is basically what I learned from that med spa, coupled with what I learned from the dermatologist that I worked with, tweaked with some of the things that I learned along the way. And so what I do know is that skin of color is undereducated in school um, and there are a lot of people who are treating it um, incorrectly. And so I knew that there was a niche from working in these offices. I saw that when people came in and they saw that there was a woman of color who was going to take care of them, how their face lit up and how I didn't have to go only thing I had to do was relate to them and to be able to educate them it taught me previous experience I've had tons of sales experience um, yeah. and, and management experience but I realized that like in those moments it's people that look like it was people that looked like me that wanted like it was exactly what I wanted when mm-hmm. I went into the aesthetics industry and so that gave me my whole mission like Yes, it's for women, but for women of color to be seen, we know that there's a whole lot of disparities where it comes down to women of color being, um, I mean, believed, taken care of. Yes, prioritized. Prioritized. No, like, being seen. And so for me, I wanted to make sure that every woman that walked through my doors, especially women of color, felt seen and felt confident when they left this room. And I realized that, okay, this is where I want to be. There's a lot of people um, that look like me that deal with acne and pigmentation. And before, like when I was coming into this industry, there wasn't like there wasn't Fenty Beauty, there wasn't, yep. you know, skincare, there wasn't esthetician that you could find on Instagram. There wasn't, a, I, There was there an Instagram? Now I feel really old, but <laughs> it wasn't the way that you see it now, right? And so it gave me an opportunity and a point of difference. And it gave me my mission, you know? Um, and it's, it's, my mission's, has been what was really near and dear to my heart, what I needed. But then I found that I wasn't the only one that needed it. And then I built a community. And so now where I'm able to connect with my clients and uh, potential clients on a different level, because one, I've been where you are. And I know I have the, now the knowledge and expertise to be able to guide you from point A to point B, um, from that before picture to that after picture, um, to really nurture people in the in-between too, because I think we we forget about the in-between. And that's what's really built my business. Um, there's, there's relationship, you know, um, we are in service to our clients, but along the way we play therapists. Um, we are confidants. We are the shoulder to lean on. We are lifting them up. I'm praying over my clients. I, I'm a part of their lives. And so once I really just, one of my clients actually said that art of aesthetics is Nikia and Nikia is art of aesthetics. It was like this, this space is just an extension of me. Um, And so this is how, this is my cape. This is how I save the day. This is how I serve my community Um, and really an opportunity for me to be the change that I wanted to see in the world.
0: Oh my God. I just love you. I'm (laughs) so obsessed with you, girl. You are just everything that literally what, the industry is looking for and needing when I think about even just my experience of going through school because I haven't really shared this yet um but, so y'all about to hear some tea that I share but <laughs> I am in the process of going through the instructor program because I want to grow my my knowledge and I want to assist others in growing their knowledge but more importantly it's because there's not enough black educators out there absolutely there's, There's not enough. We need more. And I'm not even saying you have to be black to know black skin. What I'm saying is that there needs to be more representation. There needs to be more of a focus on it because there is an entire community of people who don't even know, you know, the potential of how to take care of their skin and even the benefits multi health wise right like so many different levels and all of the different things that you hit on what I want to go all the way back to is something you mentioned in your introduction which is how people can show up in their lives as better versions of themselves Mm -hmm. that is how you get past the price point you guys that is how you get to your client and you're like, okay, I mean, I know the value of what I'm bringing to you. But in addition to that, here's all of the other ways I make it easier for you to be a better mom, be a better dad, be a better teen, right? Like if you don't look good, you don't feel good.
1: Facts. Facts. It's
0: simple. And so for you to take that and see that there's an entire community and you want to show up and support, it's so inspiring and you are I'm sure you get a ton of messages, but you are inspiring a multitude of estheticians coming in. And even those who have been doing it for years, I'm sure you've had people who have messaged you and said something along the lines of, hey, I've been licensed for years, but now I'm kind of thinking maybe I want to put that into play.
1: Yeah. Because a ton of people didn't back then. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a thing. I think, and even now, like, as we're, we're not just doing facials like we have to start to look at it like i talk about um like pricing and positioning um if you're just thinking about i'm just going to do a quick little facial if you want to distinguish yourself is not being an average esthetician where people are coming in it's there's a difference between transformational and transactional businesses right so mm-hmm. transactional business you come in wham bam thank you man see you when i see you Transformational businesses um, like Apple, right, would be a business that they they are marketing or they're creating products or creating services or creating something for you that is going to transform the way that you live, the way that you do business. And that's where we need to be. Um, that's Ooh. where you find longevity in your business. So I realized, um, now when I first started, I didn't understand, but when you start to see people's... Um, transform in real time you start to see you know a teenager who won't look at the camera when you're doing a before picture finally lock eyes with you and you have like a moment where you're like oh my gosh you just looked at me in the camera you realize the power of your impact and you realize what you're sit here to do and so when it comes down to doing that now I know, I know what skill I possess, but I also know how I'm going to be able to transition and transform. And I feel like I'm on assignment, so I have to be real and be like, <laughs> you know, I, these are my hands that can heal and my brain and my mind and all the things that work together is part of my assignment to be able to be of service to other people. And I don't have to negotiate on price. I learned that I needed to raise my price so I could attract the clients who truly come in here to decompress, who truly see the value, um, not only on their skin, but inside. Um, And when you start to know that it's like, I'm not just coming in for a quick, you know, dollar, I'm not offering discounts because I don't discount the service, but I know that I play a pivotal role in in somebody's life, an important role in somebody's life, then you... (laughs) I don't I don't have to explain anything. You know, nope. I can firmly stand behind my pricing, my services and my offers. Um, I know what value I bring. And so then it gives you more confidence for you to show up and to bring in new treatments and to introduce new things and to expand your space. And to uh, if you want to grow your team or bring in, you know, that new line like Confidently, I know that I'm creating transformation that far exceeds what happens inside of this treatment room. And I hear it from my clients. Um, And now as I'm stepping more and more into this mentor, educator and coach role, I hear it from my peers. And so um, I'm leaning in to the fact that we all have our own magic. It's just on us to really amplify it and to step into it.
0: All right, I hope you are loving part one of this episode so far from Nikia. Like, she is sharing so much knowledge and information. So make sure you listen to part two, but also engage with the poll down below. What is your biggest struggle right now when it comes to the aesthetic industry? Is it knowledge? Is it finding the continuing education courses? Could it perhaps be building clientele or is it marketing? Let us know. We have three different options. We want to hear from you. If you really want to go into detail, we have a comment section that you can share your feedback. What are some things that you're struggling with so that we can get those questions answered for you? And then you don't have to go anywhere. I have part two. If you're ready to listen and tap in, head right over to part two of this episode and pick up where we left off.